Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, you can make it back to back to back winning days in the podcast. Kind of fun to say three in a row. So let's try to make it four in a row here on Thursday. But first, let's recap the winning card for Wednesday. My college basketball handicap goes three and one. And you talk about an easy winner chicken dinner to start the day. I had Central Connecticut plus the three. They jump out to, I believe, was a 15-2 to two lead. Never look back. I think for the final 30 minutes of that game, I led by 20-plus points, basically. Yeah, that was a fun one to cash on the Blue Devils. I cashed on Florida Gulf Coast. I had to sweat this one out. I was down probably 15 points at halftime. I'm getting three for the game, and the Eagles storm back to not only cover, but they win the game outright for me. So I cash on Florida Gulf Coast plus the three on the road at FIU. Then in Shocker Nation, Wichita State gets the job done, minus the two and a half. They get me a nice double-digit victory over Richmond. My lone loser on the card, Tennessee, plus the two. I tip my cap to North Carolina. I didn't think anybody could score 61 points in 20 minutes of basketball against Tennessee, but they did. I bragged up that Tennessee defense yesterday. Yeah, kind of came back to bite me because, oh boy, North Carolina just could not miss. And unfortunately, you guys put me on the spot with a Twitter vote. I had to be the tie-breaking vote. The vote was tied between Central Connecticut and Tennessee. So I have the easy winner or the loser. And which door do you think I go? I want the losing door. So thank you for the votes on Twitter. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. So we're now 11-9 and year to date with the Twitter vote. Coin flip in the NBA. Lakers and the Pistons over the 229. That gets to cash. Frozen Pond, they just started between the Capitals and the Kings, but I don't need them. I'm already guaranteed to be a winner for the day. I'll update the official results in the show notes once it does go final. But now, let's get to the card for Thursday. And we start in the National Football League. It's the Seattle Seahawks, plus the 8.5 at the Dallas Cowboys. So, five home games for the Cowboys this year. They have yet to trail for even one second. A 20-point win over the Jets, a 35-point win over the Patriots, a 23-point win over the Rams, a 32-point win over the Giants, and a 35-point win over the Commanders on Thanksgiving. That's impressive, to say the least. A 29-point average margin of victory at home. That's a crazy stat. The Seahawks, on the other hand, are 6-5 and five overall. They are in the playoffs as of today. They're losers of two straight. They lost to the Rams and the 49ers. Got crushed on Thanksgiving night by 18 at home against San Francisco. The Seahawks have just three offensive touchdowns over the last four games. That's not good. The Seahawks will likely be without star running back Kenneth Walker in this one. So that's not good. The Cowboys are the best first quarter team in the NFL, outscoring opponents 88 to 36. So that's not good. Basically, everything points to Dallas but I'm still going to grab the points with Seattle. The Cowboys off the Thanksgiving potential letdown, showdown game against Philadelphia on deck in the look-ahead spot. Meanwhile, the Seahawks have the 49ers and Eagles on deck, so they're staring a potential five-game losing streak and a 6-8 and record, so they're going to have a ton of urgency in this one. We're going to get the best Seattle has to offer tonight, so give me the 8.5 once again with the Seahawks on the road at Dallas. Then my prop bets here. Well, I'm going all in on Seattle. So here we go. At quarterback, it's Geno Smith 
over the 229 and a half yards passing. The Cowboys give up only 167 yards per game in the air. Geno had only 180 yards in the air last week against the 49ers, but I'm banking on a bounce back effort tonight. So once again, give me Geno Smith over the 229 and a half yards passing. At wide receiver, it's DK Metcalf over the 59 and a half yards receiving. Just three catches for 32 yards last week against the Niners. Metcalf has gone over this number in six of 10 this year. He's a guy that can make special things happen, of course, and I'm banking on Seattle to begin with. So I need DK Metcalf tonight. So I'm going to go Metcalf over the 59 and a half yards receiving. Then at tight end, it's Noah Fant over the 12 and a half yards receiving. Yes, one of the many Iowa tight ends in the NFL. Fant had two catches for 25 yards last week. That ended a terrible run in November for him where he had just three catches for 10 yards. Fant had gone over this number in five of his first six this year. I'll need him tonight again, so give me the over with Noah Fant over the 12 and a half yards receiving for the Seahawks. First quarter under, I bet every single one of them. Don't like them, but I bet them. I'll be on the Cowboys and the Seahawks under the nine and a half in the first quarter, and that's at a minus 112. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and it's time to pamper the special mom in your life. And what better way than with the Osea's limited edition skincare sets, featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited edition sets that are perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their advanced eye care duo brightens, awakens, and firms the skin around your eyes, while the golden glow body trio nourishes and smooths the skin all over. Both sets are packaged in giftable boxes. They're so beautiful, you can skip the wrapping. And the best part? For a limited time, you can save up to $46 on Osea's sets. Plus, get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. This Mother's Day, get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. Go to OseaMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off site-wide. Next up on the card, we go to college basketball. And not my favorite slate of games tonight. I'll warn you in advance. So if I go 0-4, there's my disclaimer. We start in Big Ten country. It's Minnesota minus the 11.5 against New Orleans. So rare spot for me to back my Golden Gophers. Minnesota's 4-2 on the season. They lost by two against Missouri at home. Then they got crushed last time out, losing by 18 in San Francisco on Sunday against the Dons. Four wins have been by an average of 19.75 points, but New Orleans is stronger than those other foes. New Orleans is 3-3 three and three on the season, projected third best in the Southland Conference. They lost by only three at Loyola of Chicago. They did lose by 28 at Oklahoma State. Then they lost by two in overtime at North Dakota. The best win this year for the Privateers, last time out, upsetting Central Arkansas, by five on the road. After what happened Sunday, I really hope the Golden Gophers bounce back strong for Ben Johnson. If not, Williams Arena will be one unhappy crowd. But give me the Golden Gophers here, minus the 11 and a half at the barn against New Orleans. Next up on the card, it's Louisiana, plus the four and a half at Samford. So this should be a fun matchup. Louisiana is five and two on the season. They're projected as the fifth best team of the Sun Belt this year. They lost at Toledo by nine as a seven and a half point underdog. 
They lost to Wright State by six as a one-and-a-half-point favorite. They did upset Long Beach State by 10 as a five-and-a-half-point dog. The Ragin' Cajuns check all the boxes offensively. They score 83 points per game. They shoot 48.7% from the floor, including over 40% from beyond the arc. Samford, on the other hand, they're 5-0 and at home this season, a 24-point average margin of victory. They're projected fourth in the Southern Conference this season. The Bulldogs dropped their first two games of the year on the road. They ran into a buzzsaw called Purdue, lost by 53. Then they lost by 10 at VCU. The Bulldogs can also score. They're averaging 82 points per game. They shoot 44% from the floor. This is promising to be a good competitive game until the end. So I'm going to grab the four and a half with the Ragin' Cajuns of Louisiana on the road at Samford. Next up, we go to the Valley. It's Illinois State plus the seven and a half at UIC. So the Flames of UIC are playing some really good basketball. They're five and two on the year. They lost at Cincinnati by 11. They lost last time out against UNC Greensboro by just one. The Flames do have upset wins this year at Loyola of Chicago and also beat a good middle Tennessee team. Plus, they have a nice 10-point win over George Washington. Travel and rest, though, favor Illinois State in this game. UIC was playing at the Bahamas over the weekend. Meanwhile, the Redbirds have been sitting around for over a week waiting for this conference opener. Illinois State is 3-3 three and three on the season. They lost by nine at St. Louis, lost by two against High Point, and then that they got crushed by 25 against Wright State. Last year, UIC won by four at home. Illinois State won by six at home in overtime. This year, Illinois State was projected eighth best in the Valley. UIC, 10th best in the Valley. Seven and a half just feels a little bit much to me. So I'm going to grab the points with the Redbirds on the road. Give me Illinois State in the Missouri Valley Conference, plus the seven and a half at UIC. Then the final game of the card for me, it's Texas, minus the 18 and a half against Texas State. So the Bobcats of Texas State are three and four on the season. Last out, they upset UT Arlington on the road as a seven and a half point underdog. The losses have been by seven against Southern Utah, 11 against McNeese, five at Little Rock, and 39 at Oklahoma. The Bobcats are projected 10th best this year in the Sun Belt. They average only 65 points per game. They shoot only 40% from the field, and they hit only 25% from beyond the arc. Meanwhile, the Longhorns are 5-1 and one in the season. They lost by 10 against UConn. They struggled ugly basketball game against Louisville, winning by only one. But other than that, they have a 33-point win, a 27-point win, a 16-point win, and a 23-point win last time out against Wyoming. Texas is averaging 82 points per game. They shoot over 51% from the floor. The roster is still gelling together. This is their last tune-up before Marquette next week. I expect a strong start-to-finish effort tonight. So I'm going to lay the 18-and-a-half at home with the Longhorns of Texas over Texas State. Then my coin flip bets here. NBA, Portland Trailblazers at Cleveland Cavaliers. Total of 219-and-a-half. Tails it is, so I'll be on the under 219-and-a-half between the Blazers and the Cavaliers. On the frozen pond, I selected the Seattle Kraken at the Toronto Maple Leafs. Total of six and a half. Tails it is again. I'll be in the under six and a half tonight between the Kraken and the Maple Leafs. So let's recap my card for a Thursday. 
Can I make it four straight winning days? Well, we'll find out. Game number one in the NFL, excuse me. I'm on the Seahawks plus the eight and a half at the Cowboys. My prop bets, I'm on Geno Smith over the 229 and a half yards passing. DK Metcalf over 59 and a half yards receiving. Noah Fant over 12 and a half yards receiving. First quarter under, Seahawks Cowboys under nine and a half at a minus 112. College basketball, I'm on the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Minus the 11 and a half against New Orleans. I'm on the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana, plus the four and a half at Samford. I'm on Illinois State, the Redbirds, plus the seven and a half at UIC. I'm on the Longhorns of Texas, minus the 18 and a half against Texas State. NBA, I'm on the Blazers and the Cavaliers, under the 219 and a half. NHL, I'm on the Kraken and the Maple Leafs, under the six and a half. So that's your card for a Thursday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.